Coming up on Stu Does America. As with any situation, the media has not chosen the best and brightest of us to represent the American population on television when covering COVID-19. This hope reality is less insane than CNN. We'll check in on that. Small businesses around the country are in the process of navigating the government loans to help see them through quarantine. We speak to someone right in the middle of the intersection of economy and virus. And as always, you can subscribe to us on YouTube, Facebook, and your favorite podcast platform, and sign up to get notifications for our latest videos. Now, you can leave a review or a rating while you're there. It's easy to do. Just say it's great, whatever, and then write really, really nice things about my hair. If you're a member of Blaze TV, thank you, sincerely. If not, if you uh, wanted to join, there's never been a better time to do it. Go to blazetv.com slash stew and use the promo code stew because that's how they know you like this stupid show. And I'll take 30 bucks off your subscription. That offer is running out soon, so grab your 30 bucks while it's there. Blazetv.com slash stew. Texas has announced that I can get a haircut as early as Friday. I mean, they didn't specifically mention me, but I thought that's what they were thinking about. You are going to miss this little tangled mess when it's gone. And I'm going to miss the family of mice that's moved in. Stu does America. Has the world gone insane? Look, if you watch this show, you know that this is uh, America's favorite source of multi-layered fatality prediction model analysis. We even put up a billboard for it. Mm. We're still sort of in the waiting for the huge new rush of viewers and listeners period. I think that's coming soon. Maybe it's like coronavirus and it's going to take a couple weeks for anyone to really come on board, notice any real change. I'm sure it's gone the way. My point is, I'm telling you right now that I am not a COVID-19 denier. I don't think it's a hoax. I don't think it's caused by 5G or that it's caused by that mushy alien egg looking fruit that should obviously be a vegetable, the avocado. I definitely suspect that's the case, but I don't have any evidence to prove it. So I don't bring it up on the show because I'm responsible as a journalist or something. But honestly, why risk it if you're eating avocados? Who are you trying to kill? Uh, don't risk it. It could happen at any time. Get them off your toast. Get them out of your house before you murder everyone in America. Just a safety tip. Despite the beginning of this segment, I think this coronavirus is a real bastard. And it needs to be taken seriously. The problem is governments can't be trusted with this kind of responsibility. It goes to their heads. In Connecticut and Florida... Police departments announced their intent to use drones to take your temperature from 300 feet overhead, which is a great way to take the temperature of a lot of middle fingers. People are getting arrested for opening up their own businesses around the country, and this is the vehicle showing up to do it. Uh, if you're listening, it's basically the A-team. The A-team is in Texas. Who knew? Who knew? Even regular citizens are being recruited into an army of Karens tasked with tisk-tisking the nation into health. Of course, even if they wanted to follow them, no one understands what the rules are anyway. One of the strangest lines that governments have had to try to walk is that it's apparently okay to use a park for exercise, but not for leisure. Now, as a man who has fully taken advantage of our collective quarantine immunity to calories, I can tell you that I have no problem telling the difference between exercise and leisure. I'm good at it. But for some, it's not so obvious. There are stories of people asleep in the grass of a park on a nice day, being woken up by police officers and told they had to leave because they weren't exercising. 
I'm not a scientist, but I'm pretty sure the rising Z's in the cartoons when you're sleeping aren't real, so they probably can't pass COVID-19 to passing fitness enthusiasts. California put together a detailed list of what you are allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. You can participate in athletics. It then goes on to list a couple of dozen athletic skills and specifically tells you that you can't do some of them. For example, you can't play badminton if you're playing. You can play badminton if you're playing singles, but you can't if you're playing doubles because, you know, as Dr. Fauci has outlined, there is no greater way to contract COVID-19 and destroy your soul than doubles in badminton. It's true. It's not allowed. Same for canoeing. Singles allowed, not doubles, not triples. And it's definitely not allowed to participate in the 109th annual San Diego canoe orgies planned for early June. Also, you can do some crabbing if you want, which is apparently healthy for humans. Maybe not so healthy for crabs. Is crabbing a form of exercise? I've missed that one at the gym. But then again, I also missed the door marked enter. So, you know, maybe I'm not an expert. I'm just glad that they aren't allowing the type of crabbing that usually follows the 109th annual San Diego canoe orgies. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to sign up after this. California will allow you to explore a rock pool. You can't go sightseeing at a rock pool, but as long as you're exploring, you should be fine. You can participate in the exercise of gardening, but not in groups. There are actually a lot of activities on the list that are not okay in groups. But how many is a group? I mean, more than one, for sure. Wikipedia tells me that a dyad is one of the names that means group of two persons. Hmm. So I guess I'm going to do whatever you do to tomatoes by myself. Now, you can't relax in the park. That would be, of course, very dangerous. But it is okay to meditate in the park. I think this would be my answer for anything, really, if I was you know, kind of daring enough to participate in doubles when playing table tennis, which is not allowed and I was snagged by the fuzz, I would just tell them that I was uh, playing not table tennis. I was, I was meditating. Since it's kind of a pretty much, pretty much a made-up word anyway, how would they know, honestly? And, by the way, uh, how dare you uh, criticize my culture? Is it because I'm white? You bastard. And this list gets more and more confusing. Some leisure activities are allowed. Uh, they list picnics as apparently an essential activity, which I do approve of but is also definitely getting you the vote of Yogi Bear, which is nice. And, of course, watching the sunrise or sunset is allowed, too. Just don't stand there and look at the sky at any other moment during the day, or you're going directly to the electric chair. These are not, not, not my policies. I didn't make the rules, guys. People of California are so confused that they had to post specific questions to be answered so that the free people of the United States would realize which activities were included in their freedom. Can I walk my dog? I feel for anyone who has to go to a government website to figure out if they are allowed to walk their dog. This means there were enough people who thought this bastard Gavin Newsom is going to force us to have the dog crap in the house for the next three months, isn't he? At least get him to crap in your mother's room so she won't come to visit anymore. And the most California thing that has ever happened in the history of California things. Yes, it is essential you can go out and pick up your weed. Unreal. We're in a global pandemic. You're destroying the livelihood of every small business owner in the state. But people can still go out and get high for medical purposes only. Obviously. I mean, almost every medicine comes in the form of a brownie. 
Of course, some things are so essential they will never go away. Voting? Well, of course, that's essential. We need you to keep us in power. Plus, I've already spent all this money on yard signs. And let us not forget the most essential activity we participate in as citizens of this great land. Do I need to pay my taxes? Oh, hell yes. Essential. Totally essential. The most essentially essential thing you've ever done. Give us your money. And while all of this is going on, do you think the politicians are following any of these rules? I mean, Bill de Blasio over in New York has made a career out of avoiding his own rules, sneaking a gym visit in hours before they were banned, then driving across town over and over again to take a walk in a specific park instead of the one right by his house. In the UK, the lead scientist behind the scariest of coronavirus models at the Imperial College of London, Neil Ferguson, had to step down because he really wanted to see his married lover screw the quarantine. Oh, by the way, not married to him, to somebody else. We're all just being hammered with mixed messages. Salons are closed. Dog grooming is open. If 51% of your sales come from alcohol, then you are a bar and you're closed. If 50% of your sales come from alcohol, then you're a restaurant and you're open. But you can only fill up to 25% capacity. You can go to prison for up to 25 years for eating an avocado. That's just one I kind of proposed. It has not been adopted yet. I'm working on it. Bottom line is uh, people don't know what the hell to do or to think. None of us want to get sick. None of us want our grandparents to die. But we understand we have to get back to work. Give us clear information that you're not going to change in two weeks and let us handle it. Most of us understand to try and stay away from each other whenever possible. Maybe wear some masks in some situations and not to gather in large groups, you know, too closely packed. Not everyone is going to listen. This was from Boston yesterday. It's a lot of people in a little bit of space. After reading some of the signs, there were definitely a few insane people there. I will grant you that. And I must admit, I still struggle with the mental gymnastics required to be so viscerally opposed to lockdowns that you will come out and protest and yet retrofit your vehicle into a rolling Donald Trump billboard. Look, I think Trump has handled a lot of this pretty well. But he's the guy who recommended the six weeks of shutdown. He is the guy who continues to employ the people you find so evil, Dr. Brooks and Dr. Fauci. Again, that does not bother me. But Trump made those recommendations. He announced them. He criticized the governor of Georgia when he tried to open things up a little too much. And he's still defending these moves on Twitter today. You're literally protesting him from inside a vehicle that says he should be reelected. But the media always does this. They find the biggest oddball at any protest that they don't agree with. And, you know, look, the right of assembly doesn't just go away if you want it to. Most of these protesters are probably good people who you'd want to have a beer with in a couple of weeks at a safe distance. And these good people are only out there because you're antagonizing them as the government. Instead of working with the people and leveling with them, you're doing something else. Just level with them. Look. You know this sucks. I know this sucks. We don't have a cure for this thing, so we all want to do what we can. Keep a, yeah, We want to keep people alive, right? That's, we want to keep as many people alive as possible. You know the spiel. Social distancing. Don't visit grandma at the home for a while. Avoid big crowds. Wash your hands a lot. Do whatever you can to enrich all the producers of hand sanitizer. Just be smart. We trust you. And you know what? Some of us will probably screw it up. Some of us are going to ignore all of this. Let's just do our best to not be that person for a little while so we can put all of this behind us. 
If we spend the next couple of weeks sneezing on each other, we're probably going to have to deal with some massive catastrophe all over again. So let's not, okay? Despite what your aunt posted on Facebook, this thing is killing a lot of people that wouldn't have died otherwise. If you want to open your business, go ahead. We have to move forward. But respect your customers and yourself and take as many precautions as you can so that we can be done with this nonsense forever. We're not going to put nails down in the parking lot of your churches. If you go to gather to worship in your cars, we're not only going to avoid ticketing you, we're going to celebrate your efforts. Thank you for being an American, for coming up with a great solution to a difficult problem. Thank you for helping others find a way to worship, to gather, to have some fun, while still helping end this national nightmare. The stakes are high. The NFL season is too close to take any more chances. Think about what really matters. And... If you're caught eating an avocado, you're going to prison for 25 years. Psycho. Who does America? You might say, wow, he would be a good governor. Mm -hmm. And I would be. But I'm even a better son. Ask my mom. She's not here. Sorry, she can't hear you. Moms are working way harder than usual this year because, you know, look, they don't get a day off. Uh, If they're doing homeschooling at your place, you know what a nightmare that can be at times. Uh, So here at the Books Company, well, you know what? That's what they're doing. That's short for bouquet, by the way. Books, B-O-U-Q-S. Decided to celebrate Mother's Day uh, all month long, putting smiles on mom's face each month with a flower subscription and get 30% off plus free shipping every time. Subscriptions are flexible, so you can pause, switch up delivery. Uh, You can kind of do whatever you need to do. Um, And you can even change it with recipients. So like if you want to do flowers for a bunch of different days, you can kind of send one over this. But let's say you have like that scientist we were just talking about, have like nine mistresses. You can just kind of spread them out month by month. They don't recommend that. I'm just joking. Try the gift trio for three months. Uh, or the uh, Farm Fresh Blooms, which are really cool looking, and I know my wife really loves those. Uh, Did you know that uh, books are responsibly sourced from some of the finest uh, eco-friendly farms? Uh, Also, the sides of volcanoes. I know that part of it is at least pretty cool to me. So flowers stay fresher longer. Uh, Order anytime between now and May 31st to show mom some love and gratitude. Uh, Say thanks for always being there, no matter what. Visit books.com, B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash stew. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash stew. Make sure to go to slash stew because that's how they know you like this stupid show. Plus, you're going to receive 25% off at checkout when you use the promo code stew. Maybe you can't give mom a hug right now because, you know, Zoom, it's not a very warm hug. And it's like kind of rigid and honestly, you might break your laptop. But you can brighten her day with a books company, B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash stew. The promo code is stew. The coronavirus story has been a roller coaster ride to follow. Watching some people dealing with the enormous cost of the economic challenges and others deal with the virus herself. Uh, you know, our next guest just decided to do all of it at once. <laughs> I don't know why. Tony Salvatore is the secretary, treasurer, and director of sales at Hank's Beverage Company, makers of the best diet root beer on the planet, among many other delicious sodas. Tony, thanks so much for coming on the program. Uh, thank you, Stu. Appreciate you having me. So you, let's talk about the business side of this first. Um, you, are, you run a business, uh, Hank's Beverages, which is available all across the country, right? Um, and it's great. It's a fantastic yeah, company. A- mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, Stu. 
Um, and so, yeah, it, we're in about we're in about 40 states still uh, right now. Yeah, 40 states. OK. And it's great. If you, if you have Hanks near you, buy it. Um, but it is got to be uh, so this is something obviously nobody was prepared for. You're a company that is trying to navigate a world now where I would imagine a lot of your sales come from small local delis and places that just aren't open right now. Uh, how how does this how is this affecting you guys? Um, it, it has affected us greatly, uh, Stu. Um, you know, coming uh, into the first part of the year, we were increasing our business uh, anywhere from five to ten percent um, throughout the country. Mm-hmm. And when the when the shutdown came came in, uh, we saw a, obviously a huge drop, especially in the in the on premise accounts, and that would be your family style dining, your your pubs, your um, some of your delis. Uh, obviously, they're all now only doing takeout, so that kind of hurts uh, your your beverage business, you know, your craft style sodas, things like that. Sure. I mean, it's a big it's a big change. Um, now, the government has said, as they always tend to do, uh, that they've got a solution. They're going to solve all this for you and, and, and I'm sure make it super easy from beginning to end. We've talked to a bunch of small business owners and larger business owners. And what they've said over and over again is this has been an incredible challenge to even try to participate in these programs. Has that been your experience? Uh, luckily for us, Stu, uh, we were able to, uh, we, we got early in on the PPP program. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, my brother, uh, who's the CEO of the uh, COO, I should say, of the company, um, he was pretty much on top of it, but you just don't know how that's going to go. And um, luckily, we dealt with our bank, uh, First Trust. And we were able to get all the documentation in, and I believe it was April, somewhere around April 7th, uh, our mm-hmm. documents were approved and we were funded as of the 14th. Um, so it is going to help, but unfortunately, you know, it only goes so far. You know, uh, it, it'll help us out for a few months, uh, but things have to get back to to reality and some normalcy out there. And it's got to be frustrating because, you know, you get into this business, right? And you say, uh, I want to make really good soda that people enjoy and uh, that they want to drink and enjoy their life and have, a, have it with a great meal. Now you're in a situation that's totally different. It's not that you didn't make a great soda. It's that no one is leaving their house for a very long time. This is a situation that no business owner could have possibly foreseen. How do you, how do you navigate these waters? Uh, it's, it's a challenging time. That's for sure. Uh, what we've, we've been able to do luckily for us over the last couple of years, we've been, you know, going after a lot of the segments of the, the supermarket chains and some of the independent markets. And that has helped us out through this a little bit. Like I said, uh, more, you know, a lot of our business is based on, on premise restaurants, things like that. But we were able over the last two years to grab some of the uh, markets out there, the supermarket chains up and down mm-hmm. the East Coast. Uh, so that has helped us out through this. But again, you know, that only goes so far. Uh, people, you need people, unfortunately, are losing jobs. And the more people that lose jobs, are, they're going to have a tough time going out there and purchasing products like ourselves, you know, where we're a craft soda. So, you know, they might not buy a craft soda. They might buy something that's you know, cheaper or whatever it might sure. be um, to put anything on the table at that point. Um, you guys are based out of Philly um, and the rest of the program will be a Philadelphia Eagles talk. We should just let the audience know right now that that's coming. 
Um, but uh, while you're uh, going through this in Philly, what, what's the what is the uh, effect on the community? We know that um, Pennsylvania has been hit pretty hard with this. New Jersey, very hard, maybe the hardest in the country catching up to uh, on a per capita basis to New York. What's it like and, and, and how do you feel uh, the government is performing uh, in Pennsylvania specifically? Well, I think just like everywhere else, uh, I guess because of our proximity to New York and and Jersey, obviously, um, we're kind of like that next, you know, like everything's moving from east to west. And um, I guess they've Governor Wolf here in Pennsylvania, I guess he's uh, maybe a little, you know, he doesn't want to say, hey, I want to open up now or then or whatever. But people are getting a little antsy, just like everywhere else, you know. The business owners are ready to open up. Uh, people are, I think, are clamoring to get out there. So, you know, I guess where do you draw draw the line? I guess you know, but we are, you know, we are close to Philadelphia too. So that that kind of, you know, it, it's going to take some time. I think maybe another couple weeks. I would, I would, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I know they're uh, Texas is just announcing uh, more openings uh, here. They're starting to open. Uh, uh, salons for haircuts, which is something I desperately need. Um, also, uh, they're they're uh, same here, Stu. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you don't realize it just keeps growing and growing. It doesn't stop. Um, let me uh, now cross over to the other side of this because while you're in the middle of dealing with all of this business uh, stuff, all these challenges that so many business owners are facing, you actually get COVID nineteen. Um, you and and many people in your family. Can you walk us how, how that progression happened? How did you realize it happened, and and what were the effects of it? So, <clears throat> so I'm sorry, I cleared my throat here. But uh, early March, my my son, I guess it was around March 9th, March 8th, March 9th. My uh, he's my second. Um, he's 21 years old. He goes to Westchester, and they didn't close the schools down yet. Um, he was actually on spring break that following week. So the, he went out, I guess, a few times in Westchester with my, I guess, with my other son. And he got really sick, uh, had a fever for nine straight days. Mm. We did take him to a, uh, you know, a, um, one of the clinics. And they basically said that it was, there was no flu. We tried to get him tested for COVID, but at that time, there was hardly any, uh, yeah. th- there was no testing at that point. So my wife, then around March 16th, she started to get very ill and had a fever. And luckily for us, uh, she was able to get tested. Um, And she did come, she was tested positive. It did take about five days to get that test. But we were basically put in quarantine for uh, 14 days. Um, But during that time period, every one of us went down. It was uh, one after the other. Symptoms were different on all of us. Some of us lost taste and smell. Some of us had fevers for a couple of days, um, some aches and pains, but mostly like dry cough and weird sensation in your chest. And the only one that didn't get it was one of my twins. I have five kids and our, my twins are the youngest. And the one of the twins did not, um, Victoria did not get the uh, virus. Mm. And um, we did get, we did get an antibody test. We all showed that we have antibodies. Um, except for Victoria. So six out of the seven uh, uh, had the virus. It's amazing. Six out of seven in a family. I mean, that's a, it's devastating. Were the effects really harsh? Were you really wiped out off your feet there for, for, those, for that uh, period? I think it, it didn't hit me as, as badly as my wife and my one son. Uh, my one son, like I said, he had a fever for nine days. It wiped him out for a couple of those nine 
Uh, my wife was was kind of wiped out for a long period of time. It, it probably took her three weeks to get get over this. Um, she had a fever for 16, 16 straight days. Wow. Uh, so it did wipe her out. Honestly, Stu, I, I probably would have never known. I probably would have went to, to work not even knowing. Um, mm. I, I, I knew I had it because I lost all sense of taste and smell, and I, I felt like a really bad cold. So that was more, more or less in it. It's, it's amazing that, um, uh, th- that it's hitting people like this, especially in the same family. Um, you did take the antibody test, so you found out that uh, six out of the seven people in the family did, did have it. Um, I've heard and seen diagrams of how horrific the actual test is for, to see that you have COVID initially. Uh, is it true that they stick this, <laughs> this Q-tip thing basically back into the middle of your brain? So my wife is the one who took the uh, tests. She's the one that <laughs> took the fall for everybody. Yeah. Um, she actually, yeah, she said it, she only did it on once. I, they went up one nostril and they, she said it did go up pretty far. Mm. Um, so yeah, but she said it wasn't that bad, but it, it was a little challenging. And I felt bad for her that she had to take the fall for all this. Um, obviously doing the antibody test, that was easy because it's just uh, blood, blood being drawn. So yeah, hopefully. I was able to get through that, Stu. I do hope that they, well, I'm glad you sacrificed so much by letting her go ahead for it. Uh, it, is, it is one of those things where I think they eventually will come up with tests that are a lot less invasive. I know they're talking about doing saliva stuff now that'll at least make it a little bit better. Hopefully as this ramps up, people don't have to, to deal with that anymore. Uh, before I go, I'd, I'd be remiss if I did not ask you, because it's the only piece of enjoyment I've had over the past couple of months watching the NFL draft. We are both Philadelphia Eagles fans here in a big way. Uh, how did you feel the Eagles did? It doesn't get it doesn't get any better than that, Stu. Mm. Us being Eagles fans. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how you do it though, being where you are. But anyway, <laughs> it's um, not easy. I I'll was, tell you. I, I was, <laughs> I was pretty. Uh, you know, we were all pumped for it. You know, in this house, we're we are diehard Eagles fans uh, and all Philly sports actually, but diehard Eagles fans. And um, I, we thought the draft went okay, except for. The second draft, uh, pick, <laughs> yeah. the the number, you know, that just kind of threw everybody off. And we were like joking beforehand. I said, watch him take a, we were just joking around. We we're like, watch him take a punter. And then <laughs> it wasn't a punter, but it was <laughs> something that really threw us off. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with that pick, but hey, um, maybe it's going to light some more fire under Wentz. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they picked a quarterback if you didn't happen to, to be as addicted to the draft as we were, but uh, it was a little bit of a strange pick. I will say the worst part about the draft though, was uh, how well the Cowboys did. So I had to deal with all these annoying Cowboy fans around here. They're all over here doing oh, things. I can't imagine, Stu. Uh, it's, it's, it's awful. I, I would I rather have a COVID-19 too. test uh, every day than deal with Cowboys fans, but I have no real choice here, unfortunately. Although we do welcome any Dallas fans to drink Hank's beverages. Oh, I mean, yeah. that, that's quite, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Forgot we were on television there for a second. Okay, uh, <laughs> Tony Salvatore. Hey, don't forget, seriously, if you if go to hanksbeverages.net, you can go there. Some of the best soda you can find anywhere. Uh, and I, as I have said many times, the best diet soda on earth. Uh, Tony Salvatore, Secretary, Treasurer, Director of Sales at Hank's Beverage Company. Thanks for coming on the program. Uh, stay safe. You guys are all like uh, supposedly immune now. Uh, just have to protect one, one, uh, one daughter and, and you should be okay. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Stu. I appreciate you having me. All right. Uh, back in just a second. I worry. 
that the past two months of quarantine have given people the idea that the way for humans to win our million-year war with microbes is to avoid them completely. And I'm here to tell you, you can't. The key to beating COVID isn't dining through glass or never going to a concert or a ball game again. It's your immune system. You hear people say COVID-19 is a new virus, so the immune system doesn't know how to handle it. Of course it does. That's why the vast majority of people who've had it either recovered or didn't even know they had it. What do you think did that? The human immune system. It's amazing that, you know, every great scientist around the world is simultaneously trying to solve the same problem that the human immune system pretty much is already solved, right? If you get it and you recover, you got these, uh, you know, antibodies in there and... You know, that's you're prepared and you're now immune from the virus. Hopefully we can learn from that. And, and you know, they're doing a, I think they're doing an amazing job, but it's hard work. Uh, it's not easy. Um, I will say, uh, you know, Bill Maher is so weird because he's really good sometimes. And then other times he's so irritating, just like me. Um, by the way, did the uh, there was a thing that went around this weekend, I noticed about the CDC. A lot of people were, thought this was uh, a thing. Did the CDC really cut their estimated uh, dead by half? Um, and the answer to this is uh, no, they did not. Um, it's a weird thing. And, and honestly, if like if you're not in the middle of this, why would you know any any of these things? But the CDC data is delayed by a couple of weeks. The only thing I could think of to I was trying to come up with a, a way to explain it to somebody. And it's kind of like how the government um, uh, reports unemployment, where you know how like we know right now our unemployment rate is what, 12, 14, 16, God only knows, but it's high. It's a lot higher than whatever 4.8 or whatever it's currently set at because they don't report it until the end of the month. We get that report this week. Not going to be fun. Um, but they, it's delayed like that. Similar ways with the, with the data. It shows a number, but it doesn't fill in. They, they say it's usually done about six weeks back is right around the right number but the first two weeks are really low so if you kind of go back up a two week two weeks you kind of see that the the death rates align let me just show you uh, someone did this on twitter and it's a great way to understand it if you happen to be watching visually if not i'll tweet it out but if you see the line is always way below the average uh, no matter what time you're looking at it always starts low and then brings it up itself up to the line because the data is just delayed so that, you know, people were, you know, you got people dunking on each other over it. The bottom line is like, who the hell? Why would you know? Why would you know what the CDC data does? Like, that's not supposed to be our life. Let those people do that. We'll do something else. But in case, uh, you know, any of your annoying friends are hitting you on that. Uh, Carnival Cruise is saying they're going to open up now on uh, August 1st, which is pretty aggressive. I feel like the cruise industry is the most hard hit. Out of all this, maybe, I mean, maybe, you know, like small bars and concert halls and things like that. But I think mentally the cruise is like the the symbol of all of this that we've gone through. Uh, it's going to be a really difficult business to bounce back. Um, I think after this, they're going to try to do it with Carnival on August 1st. We'll see how that goes. I, I can't imagine they're going to be packed uh, to start, but we'll see what happens. Um, I know that they are, are going. I, the one good thing they have going for them is uh, Trump has a lot of uh, supporters in the in the cruise industry um, and, uh, you know, people who can make a case like, hey, we're important, too. And they are like, you know, it's an important industry. It's, it travels an important business and, and it supplies a lot of jobs. So hopefully they can get that message through to the White House. And if money is going to we're going to be spending multiple trillions of dollars, I guess. I guess why not? Um, and uh, I want to also uh, if you haven't seen 
this, uh, this is amazing. I don't know. Carnival might need to do this uh, approach because if you're going to relaunch your cruise ship, you have to have the right tone. You got to have the right tone. You got to make sure you're saying the right things because every COVID-19 ad is exactly the same. They give you the exact same notes about the same things over and over and over again. Uh, someone put this together on YouTube. Uh, and it's a fantastic uh, collection. Watch. When we first opened our doors. Since 1926. Since 1978. For 60 years. For 75 years. For over 80 years. In 90 years. Over 100 years. Nationwide has been on your side. Restaurants have always been there for you. Nissan has been with you through thick and thin. We will do what we've always done. Take care of people. We're people. 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 And family. 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 Families. 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 Even now. Especially now. Especially now. Right now. Now more than ever. More than ever. Today. More than ever. Today. More than ever. In times like this. At times like these. During these difficult times. In these troubled times. Challenging times. Trying times. In these times of uncertainty. During this time of great uncertainty. During these uncertain times. <laughs> During these uncertain times. In uncertain times. In uncertain times. Uncertain times. Unprecedented times. Unprecedented times. Every ad. Every single ad is exactly the same. There you go. It's a pretty amazing thing to watch. And if you noticed it, obviously, if you flipped on the TV at all, it is constant. And I understand it's it's a, it's really hard to hit the right tones, right? People don't want to be sold hard right now on stuff. They want to be able to, you know, it's a, it's a difficult time in these trying times. It is. So how do you how do you get your message across by and still hit those tones? They found exactly one way to do it. So everyone's using the same formula. I have to admit, even this show. We're all in this together. You're not alone. We can persevere. We will persevere. Here at Stu Does America, we care about you, random audience member. We're devoted to you. We are with you. May we never lose a single potential audience member to this nightmare again. Stand proud. Stand together. And later on, Remember that in uncertain times, we were here for you with this encouraging message, soft yet pensive piano music, and soothing imagery. After all this is over, we hope you look back at these difficult times and think of this message positively. Then, you're more likely to give us your money. Stu Does America. We stand with you and your struggle with herpes. I'm really sorry you have it, and I hope you find a cure. But either way, we'll take your money. We love you, random person in the audience. And we love your herpes. Hmm. Powerful stuff. Working from home used to be the fantasy of every professional. No suit. You don't have to deal with any of that. Well, it turns out it's, it's not really that comfortable unless you're wearing Tommy John. From super soft and breathable underwear to stylish loungewear, Tommy John is here to keep you comfortable and looking excellent on those Zoom calls. Right now, Tommy John is offering customers 25% off site-wide. Tommy John uses awesome fabrics that perform like nothing you've ever worn before. Whether it's lounge pants, sleep shorts, or lazing around joggers, Tommy John has you covered. Mother's Day, right around the corner. Of course, man, it's coming up fast. 
find the perfect gift for mom and have your order uh, in before May 7th. That is uh, Thursday. Is that tomorrow? What is today? Is today Tuesday or Thursday, Wednesday? I don't even know. Okay, it's Tuesday. You got a couple of days, but it's only till Thursday. So get there uh, now and make sure you take get this taken care of. If you don't love your first pair, you can get a full refund with their best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. Hurry to TommyJohn.com/stew for twenty five percent off your order. That's tw- uh, TommyJohn.com/stew. Make sure you use the slash stew part of it because that's how they know you like this stupid show. Plus, they give you twenty five percent off. TommyJohn.com/stew. See the site for details. People keep talking about presumption of innocence. That is a term one uses in a criminal proceeding. It is a job interview. It's not a criminal trial. It's more like a job interview. This isn't a criminal trial. This is a job interview for the highest court in the land. This is about whether he has the privilege, the privilege to serve on the highest court of the land. This is not a court of law. This is a job interview. It's a job interview for Judge Kavanaugh. Is he the best we can do? It's not about a condemnation or a criminal trial uh, about Kavanaugh's guilt or innocence. Uh, This is a job interview. Well, it's a job interview, uh, Harris. It's not a court of law. Supreme Court hearing is not a trial. It's a job interview. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a job interview. And you don't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt anything. I love how Joe is like everyone on earth has said this line about the job interview and he says it like it's like this really profound thing he just thought of. Obviously, it was in their talking points. Uh, Amazing, amazing work from Washington Free Beacon finding all those. Uh, You know, this is really it's really been a despicable display, uh, frankly, uh, the way they've treated this. And, you know, look, if you want to go on these standards, fine. You know, I don't mind you if you want to abandon the standards that you set for yourself during the Kavanaugh hearings. And come out and now say, we were wrong then. Now let's apply this new standard. I mean, at least it would be understandable. The fact that they're just like shifting gears and not even mentioning the fact that they said the exact opposite thing for the past forever. It's a bit of an issue for me. I hope it's an issue for you, too, because then you are a person who has a brain. Uh, I found this to be interesting, too. Again, remember, remember Ilan Omar. Remember when um, Trump, what did he say about Omar? Um, go back to, you know, like your country or something. What was the What was the line? I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something, you know, a little offensive. And, you know, it was it was AOC, you know, was, of course, born here and she was an immigrant, uh, Ilan Omar. And people were ca- talking about how offense, offensive this was. And then there was rumors that she got death threats. And it was like all over the media. Every time a Democrat gets death threats from some random person on Twitter, we have to hear about it. No one's ever talked about our death threats. No one cares. Right. No one cares. They only care about Democrats' death threats. Well, I found this one to be interesting. This is uh, Carol Mos- uh, Markowitz found this, uh, and this is an amazing thing. Look at this. Look at this little thing at the little blurb at the bottom um, of uh, of uh, Ben Smith's newsletter here. Uh, after this, after the Tara Reid column went up, she told my colleague Lisa Lair that she turned down a planned Fox News interview because she's gotten death threats. She's canceling interviews because she's getting death threats. Have you heard that anywhere? I will give Ben uh, Smith some credit here. He's been one of the only people in the media who's actually asked difficult questions about this. And he's done a really good job, honestly. Uh, His reporting has been really, really solid on this thing. But, you know, come on. This is this is absurd. You know, how can this not be anywhere else? These standards, they just come and they go as if they mean nothing. And that's what they mean. 
absolutely uh, zero. Do we have time for Don Lemon here? Let me do Don Lemon real quick. Don Lemon uh, had a message to Donald Trump and one of the worst claims in the history of eyesight. What is it about President Obama that really gets under your skin? Talking to Donald Trump here. Is it because he's smarter than you? Hmm. Better educated? Mm, Made it on his own? Didn't Mm. need daddy's help? Oh, okay. Who needs a daddy? Wife is more accomplished? Better looking? I don't know. What is it? What is it about him? Oh, that that last one was just a... Game president. See how he did that with, like, deadpan? He can dump this. That's a deadpan delivery of a joke right there. That Michelle Obama's better looking than Melania Trump. I mean, that, he just, he actually, he said it like it was real. Like, he had absolutely no indication that he was saying the most false thing ever said. That is impressive performance from Don Lemon there. Um, And in case you're wondering, it is scientifically impossible to believe what he just uh, uttered. Not possible. I don't care what you think about her arms. Look, this is not a fair competition. You know, Michelle Obama, as far as first ladies goes, uh, she's probably fine looking. Um, you know, there's not the, you know, the king of the hill before this was Jackie Onassis, right? You know, I guess probably Kennedy at that point. Uh, <laughs> that would have been weird if she was an Onassis then. Um, but I mean, here's the thing. Melania Trump's a supermodel. It's not fair. We all know it's not fair. We all have eyes. Stop pretending. Okay. I mean, uh, it's just ridiculous. Um, one more thing here before we go. Uh, Texas is opening up. I'm getting a, I can get a haircut now, supposedly. Uh, they're going to be opening up gyms. And that, for me, is a huge thing, as you know. Obviously, by looking at me, you can tell how important that is to me. Um, in addition, they did open up restaurants recently. And people were wondering, like, why did they do that so early? I think I have the clip that explains it. Because if someone's this hungry, you better get the restaurants open. I'll admit it. I will eat my neighbors. I'm not letting my kids die. I'm just going to be honest. My superpowers being honest, I've extrapolated this out, and I won't have to for a few years since I got food and stuff, but I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going, am I ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up? You know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. I'll eat my neighbors. See, my superpowers being honest, I'll eat your ass. I will. I'm combat model, optimum self-sufficiency. Probably the leader. The point is, is have you thought about that yet? Because I'm somebody that thought I could fix this, and I'm starting to think about having to eat my neighbors. You think I like sizing up my neighbor, how I'm going to haul him up by a chain and chop his ass up? I'll do it. My children aren't going hungry. I will eat your ass. That's why I want the globalists to know. I will eat your ass first. The main thing I take from Alex Jones is that this guy's meal planning really well. I mean, he's thinking about what he's going to eat in three years much better than what I do. I got to say uh, that is pretty impressive. I would do not. I would don't want to live around him. Property values on Zillow are crashing right now around Alex Jones. Don't want to get strung up. I like to avoid that. Uh, let's look at your reviews here. Uh, Drill Bucket says promo code Stu. I like this stupid show on iTunes. 
<laughs> People have no idea what this stuff means. Five stars. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Snuffy, uh, excellent, says the best. Love this. It's one of the best of these days and times. Keep up the good work, Stu. Thank you. Thank you. Five stars. Five stars from Andy's 330. He says, I always thought Stu was the best part of the Glenn Beck show. That's obvious. He gives you uh, pretty much the same info you get from Beck without having making you want to slit your wrists or go hide in the hills. Very funny and informative. Great show and well done. We'll get to more of those. You can always do that uh, blazetv.com slash stew to uh, join up. We'll see you tomorrow.